Do you need to reignite your sales team? You are in the right place. Today, we are going to hear from sales development leader and legend, Joe Peachy. You will leave challenged and inspired to focus your efforts on the critical aspects your sales team needs to execute successfully. Are you ready to accelerate the growth of your business? Welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. This is the place for business owners, sales leaders, and marketing professionals to get ideas and inspiration to drive exponential revenue growth. Each week, you'll get actionable insights from the world's leading marketing and sales thought leaders and practitioners. Are you ready to grow? Let's join our host, Daryl Amy, author of Revenue Growth Engine. Welcome back to the Revenue Growth Podcast on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network. I'm your host, Daryl Amy, Revenue Growth Architect, helping great companies grow revenue. Right now, it's time to accelerate growth as we head into the fall. The ideas and mindset you'll get from our guest today are absolutely going to educate you and motivate you to take effective action. You know, when it comes to growing revenue, you need a strategy. That's why I'm excited to be putting the finishing touches on a growth strategy boot camp. We're going to work step by step through thinking about ways to grow your business. And the content is going to be very practical and I'm super excited to be rolling this out. So stay tuned for details. Today, we are going to get focused on action. My friend Joe Peachy helps companies recover revenue by booking more appointments and closing more deals. It's no wonder Joe was recognized in 2020 as the leader of the world's best sales development program. When you meet him in a few minutes, you're going to understand why. Today, Joe is going to discuss the importance of discovering your smoking hot fastball and throwing it over and over again. We'll talk about focusing your message and then executing consistently. As I said earlier, you're about to be educated and motivated. So grab a notepad and we'll join Joe after an important word from our sponsors. Joe, welcome to the Revenue Growth Podcast. It's great to have you here today. You know, I'm excited about this. It's it's funny how we got together today. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that's the way that's the way life works. You know, you're going through your day, your week, your month, your year, and connections happen. Um, and next thing you know, you're sitting on a podcast together. And so, it I know from our conversations, uh, both online and offline, that not only is this going to be an entertaining conversation, it is going to be packed with helpful ideas. And so I'm really, really excited to to just unpack some of the things that you've been thinking uh, and practicing both with yourself and your clients in terms of how do we succeed in a, both a world that's rocking and rolling and a world that, uh, you know, in an environment sometimes is having some challenges. What does it take to be successful in both? I think the first thing we have to understand is there's principles and there's practices. And there's some principles about business development, sales, that's been around since Tom Hopkins, Zig Ziglar. And then there's practices like the way we utilize technology. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to be careful. 
not to leave the principles, the skills, the some of the aspects of sales that have weathered all time. And yeah, we have to learn how to master some technology. Uh, and I also think, here's another thing. I think we have to understand that we have to serve the client the way they want to be served. Yes. And so unpack that because I think, you know, well, first of all, just what you said, I don't want to let this slide by because what you just <laughs> said between the principles and the practices, or if, you know, if I have my marketing hat on, I would say then the message and the media, right? There's a lot of shiny objects out there right now. And I should know, you know me, Joe, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a tech nerd. I, I love the latest gadgets. I love innovation. But I think sometimes in the world of gadgets and shiny objects, we need to remain tethered to the principles and it's easy to get swept out to sea on that. I see it happening all the time. I, to a fault, I don't get distracted. Now, I will tell you in my life, I probably have missed opportunities. Mm -hmm. But I think we have to know what we do well. We have to know our uniqueness. We have to know what our fastball is. Because at the end of the day, if we're not bringing that to deliver to our clients quantifiable results, I can't be some of these trainers and speakers and coaches out there that are a whole lot smarter than me. And, and you know, they, in the world of training, speaking, and coaching, there's so many philosophies and methodologies. And you know what? They're all great. Yeah, I never yeah. put anybody down or any methodology down because any methodology can work if you believe in it and it can deliver quantifiable results. That's what I mean about principles and practices. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. When COVID hit, and just like everybody else, in 35 minutes, we lost 75 grand. Just boom. Yeah, it was brutal. It was and, brutal. And I, we don't have a board of trustees, and, and it's just Dawn and I. So we didn't have to go into some think tank. <laughs> right. I have been selling virtually for 30 years. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So all we did was say, what are we allowed to do live and what can we deliver virtually and drive vertically? I didn't all of a sudden become a different person, you know? Mm -hmm. and, and because of that, we made all our money back in, I think it was 17 days. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, but again, I think it's something to do with, do we know who we are mm -hmm. and do we know what we deliver best, and we didn't. Do we know what the client wants? Yeah, and that that question right there, what do clients want? That is, um, you know, I, I believe in so in so many ways. That question is the ball game, yep. and you know, when we lose touch with that, we're in trouble. And I don't know about you, Joe. But I I in the conversations I've had with, I get to talk to people across multiple industries, just like you. Some of them are, are rocking and rolling. I mean, some, some industries right now are crushing it um, because new opportunities have opened up. Many other industries are, are having, you know, some really, really hard times. But regardless of if you're in an industry that's crushing it or you're in an industry that's kind of being crushed, 
I think that the, the results that buyers want uh, has shifted in most cases that, um, you know, for example, and Gartner had a, sur- a survey about this recently, a buyer that was before the crisis thinking about productivity and, um, and, you know, thinking about efficiency might now be thinking in the tech space about redundancy and resiliency, same product, right. different message. Sure. And I've watched you shift your message, even though you're delivering the same product. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast, because I well, think you're a master at message, whether you well, know it or you not. You know, when Don and I moved into this space, our space is very crowded. Yes. Anybody who says they're a speaker, trainer, or coach, and all of a sudden are in sales training. Right. So, <laughs> you know, everybody. And, and, that's, and then you compete with. And, and I mean, you. And so I said to Dawn, what do we need to be masters at to compete at the highest level through good and bad economies? Hmm. We have to be able to craft messaging that will get you to the decision maker. We have to be able to do that. That's right. But more than that, we have to teach the application. And that's when we got into the live outbound telephone call training. Mm -hmm. Because... If I have to pick the single thing that has gotten us through all the bad economies, it's been that live outbound telephone call training and the messaging. Okay, so, and that's what I mean about not being distracted. I'll give you a quick example. Uh, uh, Made a connection through LinkedIn Thursday, but I pick up the phone. I don't like to all the messaging and kumbaya stuff. I'm just not a kumbaya guy, you know? And I love that. And by the way, you're get, you, you can test this out because your LinkedIn uh, connection link will be in the show notes. So if you want a phone call from Joe, ping him on LinkedIn, prove, prove it. You will hear from Joe, I promise. So I picked up the phone. I called this guy and uh, I said, Keith, my name is Joe Peachy. You connected with me on, no, you looked at me at LinkedIn. He goes, I've been following you for a while. I said, well, why would you follow me? <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you know, I studied, you know, I have a sales team. I'm a manager of a Fortune 100, blah, 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 blah. He went on and on and on. And I gave him a value proposition mm-hmm. to which we went to a meeting, to which we went to a proposal all in 20 minutes. Boom. Set it away. That started the game. Friday, I called him. Have you had a chance to get through the proposal? He said, Joe, I got to be honest with you. And I love when people say that to me because then here it comes. He said, I am considering, and he gave me five names, all of which is people you and I would know to be celebrity. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though I'm ranked number one in the world, the global gurus, I'm not a celebrity. You understand? I hit a ranking, yay. But these people are celebrities. They have, they spend tons of money on advertising, and I think they may be on side of buses. I'm not sure. <laughs> he said, I'm considering these five people. And I went, boy, they're, they're great. Yeah. He said, well, well, do you have anything to bad say? I said, I never say anything bad about a methodology or a person. They're great at what they do. However, when I spoke to you, you said the single most important thing you want your people to get is live phone skills. Do they do that? He said, no. 
He said, most of them are training virtually right now. And I said, great. Will you get the results you want? And he went, no. And I said, so what do you want to do? He said, I need to chew on this. (laughs) To which we sent him out video testimonials from Fortune 100 companies of over 10 million that I am presently working with. Mm-hmm. He immediately sends back, this is great. Can I talk to, and he names the CEOs of the four companies, right? Now we're Friday afternoon at 4.30. I send him their phone numbers. He calls them and he texts me back. Of course, it's Friday afternoon. There's no way I'll get to talk to these people. I called all four of them up and I said, I need you to call this man. I need you to just give him the results I've delivered. Not Joe's a nice guy. (laughs) Joe's a great speaker. No, I want the results I've delivered. Yeah, so instructive here. At 545, we went to contract. Beautiful. Now, my style may be a little politely direct, but what I'm saying is this. Virtual training is working. There's so many different ways, and we're doing a lot of virtual coaching and training. But our fastball that we can throw smoke with, and people will. I got a text Saturday night at midnight from a guy who came to my training three years ago and said, I'm sitting in an airport, and because of your training, I continue to use, I've closed $3 million worth of contracts. That jazzes me. Yeah. So, so and I love I how you bring the questions. No, this is this <laughs> is so instructive. Just listening to the philosophy here, because um, when you you know when it comes to selling in good times or bad times, what I'm hearing here is it's about what the client wants and proving you can deliver it. And you know we get. In, in marketing world, we get all fancy in terms of, well, we don't get fancy. Quite frankly, I think in the marketing world, we just use a lot of buzzwords yeah. and acronyms and, yeah. and it's just like adjective soup, right? But really what we need to be doing, uh, both as marketing and sales professionals, is listening to what our clients are saying and then coming back to them with that. You said there's your smoking hot fastball, right? Uh, let's let's understand what that is and let's connect it to our buyer's needs. And then let's not try to be somebody else. You know, I mean, uh, there's people out there that we both know that I can't look like them. I can't act like them. They're nicer than me. And that's fine. (laughs) You know what I mean? But, But you better believe this. When it comes to sales, it's how many ways you generate leads. Can you get in front of that target market? Can you get in front of the decision maker? Do you have consultative sales skills with great presentation? Okay. How many real meetings are we doing a month with the idea to start the selling process? The rest of it, as far as I'm concerned, is marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and I think that when a client and I talk on the phone, they'll say to me, can you train my sales team virtually? I say, I can on these areas. But when it comes to the live outbound telephone calls, 
I can't. Not for you to get the results. Now, mm -hmm. it's up to the client to decide what do they want. All right? And so I think that what's happening, I'm watching people that are really dynamic a little bit because they're trying to change who they are thinking that the field doesn't want what they have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you're a marketing genius. In fact, you're a, you're a hybrid. <laughs> uh, you have the combination of sales background married to incredible marketing philosophies and skills, but the average person doesn't have that combination. Okay. And so are we going to, try to be somebody we're not, you know, uh -huh. and, and uh -huh. my whole thing is when I train speaker coach, what is the best way I can deliver the results that before they leave the room, the training is paid for and will continue to stay uh, present and that they can continue to use. I love the mindset here. And this is, you know, just peering into the mind of Joe Pichi. I knew this was going to be a very interesting conversation today. <laughs> uh, peeling back the lid and, and looking in. And, you know, it's so interesting because I think um, we were talking about earlier principles and practices, right? When, when things shift and there's no question that things shifted, um, there's some things that remain. And so, you know, I think the temptation as sales professionals and marketing professionals right now, a lot of people have been tempted to either freak out or get mm -hmm. paralyzed, or as you're saying, pretend there's something they're not to satisfy some perceived need. But the reality is to have a core understanding as I'm listening to you and some, you know, thinking about this myself, who am I? What am I good at? Who's my client? What do they want? You know, and let's stay on that level. Let's not get freaked out. Let's not, you know, reinvent everything. Um, let's, let's look at it uh, from a very pragmatic standpoint, because at the end of the day, we've got to drive results and uh, freaking out, you know, or getting paralyzed or waiting for it to blow over. None of the above drives results. I, in every one of our trainings, whether it's our sales training or when we work with professional speakers, trainers, and coaches, not on how to talk, but how to make money, we take a segment of that and we go vertical and find the very core of uniqueness. In other words, what makes me unique? Got it? What do I believe I do better than the rest? Because here, here's, here's the key. Let me give you a coaching point for your audience. We're in a competitive selling space. That's what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Now, to sell competitively is not to put another person or methodology down, ever. It's to find out what your smoke is and to sell your uniqueness. Now, that sounds really good on paper, but I'm telling you, we started putting on boot camps in 2005. All right. We've been sales training since the, the 90s. And I will tell you, 95% of the time when we take them through our process, people and companies struggle to find the golden nugget of uniqueness. Yes. And once we get it, 
and we start to build it out and then we wrap that in messaging and value proposition, that's where you gain that unfair advantage. We spend so much time teaching communication styles because that becomes a competitive edge in selling. Mm-hmm. It's not about the products. Right. Yes. It's, it's, it's you and I have both used the analogy. It's the hole. It's not the drill. That's right. But it's also how you sell the hole. Yeah. So if you are, um, well, so let's, let's run two scenarios sure. right now. Um, let's say that um, you're leading a sales team and um, you have, you know, this has been a, this has been a, a tough summer, right? We're recording this in, uh, in September of 2020. Um, you're leading a sales team. It's been a, it's been a tough summer. They're struggling. Um, and what would you do now? What I'd like, what, what would you do to reignite to recharge and restart a sales team. I don't believe self-help books do anything other than people who are already motivated get more excited. That's right. Here's what I do. Whereas you are a top-down thinker, I've studied you, believe it or not. (laughs) You are very big picture, very big picture. Yes, I am. strategic. Yes. What I've learned about sales is if I can create success by going from the bottom up. See, the average person does not believe they can be successful. So what we do is we go in and we motivate and we give them strategy and we do mindset. And that's, that's all good stuff. Mm -hmm. What I do is I go in and we focus on skill development and then we pick up the phone and we get success. And this is what happens 100% of the time. Belief rises. Yeah. You see, I remember reading a book many years ago, Success is a Choice by Rick Pitino. In the first chapter, which I believe is the only chapter worth reading in the book, it's it's about why do people quit? Why is there a 90% turnover in outside sales? You see, what happens, your subconscious locks things down. Mm -hmm. This is what it takes to be successful. I lock it down. So if you don't perform those things, your subconscious says you do not do so you cannot have. So for me, when I'm working with dysfunctional sales teams, uh, companies that have lost momentum, individuals, whatever, I'm going to give them the foundation and we're going to go to work right now and we're going to build on success, not talking about it, but doing it. That's brilliant. And, and it's just the, it's getting the wins, finding the wins and building on top of them. And I I think right now that's really sound advice for the leader of a sales team or a company that's a little bit stuck right now. And I think there's a lot of teams out there. I mean, it's the end of summer. It's been a long, weird summer. This is time to reignite things. And let's start with some Let's start with some basic wins and uh, what, a, what a brilliant idea. Okay, so scenario number two, Joe, here yeah. we go. This is hot seat. Now, um, let's, let's flip the script and let's say we've got a company that um, all of a sudden just got dropped into the middle of unprecedented levels of opportunity we didn't envision at the beginning of the year. And that's, that exists out there right now. Um, and, uh, we're trying to figure out how to capitalize on that opportunity 
as quickly as possible. We feel like uh, the opportunity is there, but we're not grabbing enough share of it. What What would you do if you led that? I company? think whenever you have the potential for a big hit or a lot going on here, let's go back to the original statement: principles and practices. Here's where people lose their principles and their practices. They're looking at a buffet line and they're going, where do I start? I always believe whether my economy at Peachy and Peachy is good or bad, home runs or the foundation. Mm -hmm. What am I selling? Who am I selling it to? What is my script? Who do I need to call and do the meeting? Now, once I'm in the house, there's the potential for upsell. There are so many things that happen, but what happens when things look good? We stop fundamental selling. We stop fundamental delivering. We stop cross-selling. We get into this idea of entitlement. <laughs> yes. And we, look, yes. are, you sports, are you a sports fan? Not as much as my friend Larry Levine, but uh, well, Let's say yes. Larry was on this call with us. Then Larry would know that most coaches that lost a game on Saturday are sitting in their staff room with their coaches saying, Let's go back to the fundamentals. That's right. Why did we ever leave? <laughs> right. So I, but it happens, ahead. but it does happen, right? We do yeah. slide away from the fundamentals. And, but I think when you're, when, you know, it's easy for that team that lost <laughs> to, to go back, to get back to the fundamentals and go, we got to do that. The team that, that has got like a, like you said, a smorgasbord, a buffet of opportunity before them, it's easy to forget that what's going to let you capitalize on it is the fundamentals. But I'm going to tell you why they do that. They stop thinking process. Mm. You see, I'm not talented or charismatic. Those two genes were not given. I had to <laughs> develop the learn, do, teach process. Everything we do here is process, communications, and skills. Because mm -hmm. I can teach that. I can't teach people your smile smarter. But I, so what happens when the buffet comes, people lose their process and they start freewheeling, freelancing. You You're speaking my love language now, Jeff. And all of a sudden, we're not anchored. I was coaching Kurt Mercadante today. Oh, I love Kurt. He's on my coaching program. And I said, Kurt, let's go back to the roots of process. And unbelievable, he got so much clarity, he went, and we were back where he wanted to be. Your fundamental process is key. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, at Revenue Growth Engine, we, I think you go in most sales and marketing departments, even though every other department in the company finance runs on processes, HR has processes, shipping and receiving has processes, but you go into most sales departments and it's like the wild west, right? You see the tumbleweeds, there's a couple guys leaning up against the uh, <laughs> saloon doors, right? The eagles flying overhead. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and I think a lot of what happened and we came, you know, we came out of a season of, of prosperity before this crisis, right? Where Relatively speaking, business came easy, certainly compared to what it does now. And I think that a lot of teams 
either didn't have processes or they got away from them. And this right now is it's time to get back to process. If you have it, go back to it. If you don't have it, get it. And like, this is, this is the time to do it. Whether you're struggling because business is down or whether you're like freaking out because business opportunity is incredible. It all comes back to process. And Joe, that's what I love about you is you are like a relentless bulldog when it comes to grabbing onto process, coaching to it and making sure it happens. And at the end of the day, it's all philosophy without process and execution. And that's why our training sticks. Our training doesn't stick because we mind melt people or we try to entertain them or we trying to change their mind. Uh, they're at, we give them a black and white process. Mm-hmm. We teach them communications, messaging, and skills. And that lasts, that lasts versus the peaks and valleys you see in training. Yeah, that's so good. Joe, what a phenomenal conversation today. As we wrap up, any words of wisdom for well, our first, uh, folks out gift. there? First, I have a free gift even better. wisdom. I have a free we love gift free for gifts. your listeners. You take out your phone and type in the word sales edge. One word. It might break it up. Text that to 55678. Take you to a peachy and peachy link. Take you to a splash page. Here's the offer. Free. There's, it'll say recapture lost revenue through virtual selling. Five 15-minute free videos on how you can get better at virtual selling. Also, anytime you want to have a complimentary cup of Joe, just call me at 407-704. I'm sorry, 407-947-2590. Love to talk to you. Here's my words of wisdom. Whether times are good, whether times are bad, become a creature of habit. Execute processes and skills and try to keep the emotion out of the game. I didn't say keep the heart out of the game, but keep the emotion out of the game because emotion will drive you out of business and sales because we are living in a volatile environment. Beautiful. Joe, thank you so much for investing in us today. It is always not only a pleasure, but it's always an amazing learning experience anytime we get to hang out. And I'm glad the Revenue Growth Podcast audience gotten to know you. Yes. Well, it's great to have you here today. Thank you, Joe. And thank you to everybody in the Revenue Growth Podcast audience. I enjoy the conversations that we get to have. I love connecting with you online. I love learning about your organizations. And and I want to let you know that there, you are part of a group of businesses right now that are committed to driving and thriving. We use those words on the C-Suite Radio Network all the time because the recovery depends on you. The recovery depends on sales and marketing professionals and forward-thinking business owners who, as Joe says, are going to not just talk the talk, but walk the walk, get out and do it, get back to the fundamentals and practices that made us successful. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this. Thank you for the reviews. And until next week, let's get going and let's get growing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Would you like to get complimentary access to the Revenue Growth Engine audiobook? 
Just text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book. You'll get instant access to the audiobook so you can get ideas to help you grow your revenue so you can scale your impact. Text the word revenue to 21,000 or go to revenuegrowthengine.com slash book to get instant access. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found ideas to help you drive exponential revenue growth so your business can make more of an impact. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, make sure to like or subscribe. It also helps us spread the word if you'd be kind enough to leave a review. Of course, we'd love it if you would share this with your friends. Together, we are growing revenue so we can scale our impact.